Welcome back to JB Sports Podcast. Today is October 20th. And we're just going to start off today with some basketball. Wednesday, October 20th. Whatever. I want to start with some basketball. Basketball kicked off last night. What was the games last night? Let me see. We have kind of no plan. We're going to start off with some basketball. Well, obviously the big game last night was the Nets versus Milwaukee Bucks. Um... It was two big games, right? Nets, Bucks, Warriors, Lakers. Kind of looked at as like, you know, two of the best teams in the East. Lakers looked at as one of the best teams in the West. And, and you know, everybody knows the Warriors at full strength are a problem as well. And do you have any thoughts on those two games? Because I, I do. I watched a little bit of it. So, Nets lost to the Bucks. Bucks won 127-104. to Obviously, this is not full strength Nets, no Kyrie, all that. And Bucks back at full strength uh, looked really good. Giannis looks like he has a jump shot now, which is a very scary idea. I'm not going to lie to you. The fact that he has a jump shot just makes him that much more. Like, there's some people that truly believe he can shoot in the 30% when it comes to shooting threes. And if he can consistently do that, he is going to be a problem. I'm not saying he's going to be a. He like he's gonna be his own player. He's not gonna be maybe not elite as lethal a shooter as a guy like KD at their kind of size, but Giannis will be a problem. And Giannis had his had a great night. Heck, even the Nets, both uh, KD and Harden had great nights. But the Bucks, being a full team uh, with full cohesion, obviously being at home also helps. They got their rings last night. The rings looked really good. Not sure if you saw him on social media, but it is a pretty thing about it, an all white, pretty much all white diamonds. And then you have the Bucks logo in all the emerald diamonds. Really sick with the gold emerald basketball. Emerald diamonds. Em- emerald colored. I meant emerald colored diamonds. You sure there's not emeralds? No, it's, That'd I think it's, cool. they're diamonds. Real quick, Andre Iguodala made it back to the Warriors somehow? Of course. Where's Clay Thompson, by the way? He's still hurt. They're saying if he, they're, they're hoping he can be back by the middle of the season. Middle of the season? Round All Star break. Ain't Clay 30? Clay is probably over 30, if I'm being honest. Not going to lie. He might be one of those guys where his career is always plagued by injury. Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. I wouldn't say that, sir. I think Think so. about it. Clay's, Clay's game has never been like very based off of athleticism, it's been more, hey, I am a deadly sniper from three, and I play good defense. What Something that may go down because of the injury is his defense may not be as good. But before, Clay was like a top five like offensive and defensive player, like a wing player, right? So let's just say he can be top 10, top 15. And with that roster that they have, they have Saz on the inside with, with Wiseman and uh, why, why am I forgetting his name? Draymond. And they Iguodala is back, so he's another wing that plays some decent defense, even though he's a little bit older at this point. If the Warriors end up getting full strength at all this season, I do think probably last night was going to be both the Eastern and Western Conference finals pretty much from the get-go, first game of the season. It doesn't really look like the... It looked like the Lakers didn't have really anybody else scoring besides uh, LeBron and 
Anthony Davis. Russ was awful last night. Um, I, I can agree. Nine points. Russell was not good last night My at bad. all. Russ had eight. Melo had nine. And I think this is going to be a problem that's going to plague the Lakers throughout this season because Russ is going to have to find his way. If he can't, he is not good enough of a shooter to be the two. So he cannot be just a shooting guard on the team because he, for 13. he can't shoot. Jesus. But when he has the ball in his hands, he kind of that that's what LeBron does. LeBron is the one that runs the offense. So if Russ can't run the offense as the point guard and he can't shoot enough to be the two, what what is going to be his role? And I think that's going to be one of the big things you're going to see throughout the season is going to be finding Russ a role on this team because I just think he just didn't add to whatever their issues are. They're going to be a great defensive team if they all play well, if they're healthy. But when it comes to shooting threes, when it comes to shooting, they're going to be awful again. They're even worse. So from what I see there, this, like the war, this whole Lakers experiment has the chance to explode and ruin LeBron's potential last chance to win a title. And I hate to say it because I love Russ, and I want to see Russ win a championship at some point, but... And the way this team is constructed, it's not helping Russ. Russ is going to get frustrated very easily by it. And LeBron, and if they give Russ the ball and let him do his thing, obviously everybody else is going to suffer as well, both LeBron and Anthony Davis. So, you know, it's going to be one of those things throughout the season that everybody's going to be having, like keeping their eye on. But still, are they? Those are the, like the plus Lakers are old. Yeah, you can't you can't rely on them with their injury. Like think about it. A Le- a LeBron injury used to take five, six years ago, used to take no time to heal, but now he gets an injury that doesn't necessarily seem that bad, and he's gone for months. Yeah. Uh, Same with you, Anthony Davis. He's been hurt his whole career. Yeah, but when AD's on the court, he is a force. He is. AD's a top five player on the, the court. That's the problem. You have to be on the court. Yeah, you're right. This, this comes back to the thing where you're not useful because you're never on the field. Yeah, right. I wouldn't say never, but like, will he be it's healthy enough? enough. It will be healthy enough because he's going to have to be the driving force of that team. I don't think LeBron is at the point now where he can be the best player on that team and win a championship. I think AD needs to be the driving force in order for them to be able to do anything. Okay. Do you want to give some predictions for the games coming up tonight? Uh, like any games that you find interesting? Bulls-Pistons. I think the Bulls win. I think the Bulls are a better Absolutely. team. Uh, Celtics-Knicks would be a good one. Celtics. It's not hard. Tatum and Brown. I don't think the Knicks have anything that can combat that, to be totally honest with you. Nuggets, Suns. You're not really saying anything, but I would probably pick Nuggets if they're fully healthy. Well, you're not really giving me much. Well, I'm, because here's the thing. When it comes to basketball, I am not as thorough when it comes to basketball. There's so many more games to be to be a part of, so I have to watch. I, I'm just a big stat guy, and I kind of follow all the, all the storylines and everything throughout the league, so... I'll know the big stuff, but when it comes to like the, like the exact things going on with the teams and everything, it's going to be harder for me to do. Even though I love basketball, I can turn on a game pretty much at any point and probably watch the whole thing. But you know, it's a lot of games to keep track of. Even though I love baseball too, kind of the same problem. But it's like I, I'm gonna pick and choose the games I want to watch. Like I'm not yeah. gonna want to watch the freaking Lakers play the Kings. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch that. Right. Lakers and Golden State, yeah, I'll watch that game. It's a good right. game, but it's it, you gotta like philosophy wise, right? When you have like, a Sunday, wa- I, I'm probably tomorrow. I'm probably gonna watch Mavs Hawks. It's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a great game. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Clippers Warriors. I'm gonna watch that, but I'm not gonna watch the Bucks and the Heat. 
So that's the thing. If I don't have a specific game that I want to watch, I don't think because think about on NFL Sundays, right? When you watch football on Sundays, you can literally turn on your TV on Sunday afternoon and then leave it on pretty much either one or two channels all day and watch a bunch of games, right? So I don't think it's like that with the NBA because they play so many times throughout the week. Obviously, they have their more marquee games at, at prime time slots, like on Fridays, on Saturdays, um, and early Sundays. And they kind of spread their games out a little bit more throughout the weeks. So it's kind of hard to keep track. So, yeah, I say, hey, I'm going to watch such and such game. I'm going to watch a lot of Bulls games this year because I really think they're going to be good. I do think they're going to make the playoffs. At least that's my hope. And I think with the talent, talent they have, that's something that you should expect. But, you know, it, it all depends on how that team looks throughout the season. But when it comes to just, like, sitting down and just watching a bunch of NBA games, not necessarily as interesting, especially when, heck, by the, by the like, you know, by the time you're a month or a month or two away into the season, there's going to be teams ready to, ready to flunk it up and start losing to try to get a better pick. So it's kind of how it works, man. But... As I said, I'm a big guy in storylines. One big storyline, which is for a game tonight, I believe, is going to be the the 76ers, right? 76ers play tonight, but they will be without Mr. Ben Simmons. And do you know why, Mr. Jace? I'm pretty sure I do. It's more because he doesn't want to be there. Well, no, he got suspended. So oh, yeah, my bad. It was real... the, wasn't it the training thing? Yeah, so he had practice yesterday, and Doc apparently asked Ben Simmons to, hey, come in and do this defensive drill. Ben Simmons says no. Doc says, hey, if you don't want to be here, just leave. And Ben Simmons, right after that, just drops the ball, goes home. And then not too long after that, he is hit with a contract detrimental to the team. He's suspended for a game. Apparently, they've already fined him over like $1.4 million. They haven't really paid him yet. So literally, every, even ever since he's gotten back, he has not got paid really at all. He's pretty much lost money. And if he's not, if he's going to be there and not necessarily want to play, I, I don't know how the I don't know how the 76ers see this is going, right? He said he didn't want to be there. They, you guys had multiple times throughout the offseason to go there. They, you guys tried to fly to him. He said, hey, don't waste your time. I'm not coming. And he came because he didn't want to pay. He doesn't want to. He wants to keep some money, right? And so, if you guys aren't going to pay him, if you guys are going to make reasons to not pay him, even though he's there, you think he's going to be willing to say, "Hey, shucks, guys, let's play some basketball <laughs> together"? Like that's not how that's going to no. go. And I think it's unfair that they're doing that to him. Because here's the thing: didn't they not learn from the James Harden situation? James Harden told the Rockets last year, "Hey, I'm going to come to camp. I'm going to do everything I have to do." But I want to be traded, and he went there, and not much was coming from the trade from from anything on the trade front, right? So guess what? Harden decided to get fat, and he decided to hey, I'm just not going to work out all that much. I'm going to show up for the games, but I won't look good. And so if I got to a point, <laughs> the Rockets are like, oh okay, I guess he really doesn't want to be here because here because seventy six are still have it in their mind somewhere in their hearts, just like the Rockets did last year. Hey, if we get him in the building, we can convince him to stay, right? We get him here, he's getting paid, and he starts getting all of his stats, and think we're going to make sure we give him some little extra love. He'll want to stay. Rockets got it wrong. Harden was willing to stand his ground and do something outside of what they're willing to do. 
And I think Ben Simmons, to a certain degree, <clears throat> I don't think he necessarily has as much ammo as Harden does because Ben Simmons now is not even the not even close to the player Harden is. But Ben Simmons' trade value is low already. Yes, and I th- do you think it's low from how he did last year? Yeah, it doesn't help. Doesn't help at all because when if you are a championship level team, what team do you truly think you could trade big assets and technically get yourself to winning a championship this year? I truly don't see any see anybody. Maybe maybe uh Portland. Portland. I can see Portland. But let's let's be let's be honest though. Either they trade Dame or they trade CJ. That's technically a downgrade, right? That's yeah, a, downgrade a downgrade player. That, like the, they're not getting the better player out of the deal. The seventy, no matter who trades for him, it would be more of a fit thing rather than, hey, I'm getting a transcendent talent thing. I think the only like, like we talked about a couple weeks, like week or two ago, with the whole Kai, with the whole rumor that Kyrie potentially with the Nets may wanting to trade for Ben Simmons. That would work, but that would be a definite downside in when it comes to talent. Kyrie's a better player than Ben Simmons. Yeah, but but he'd be a, such a good fit for what the Nets need because of defense. Yeah, so I don't think it's a terrible idea, especially since I think Brooklyn would be the most ice. What I see the most likely to do it because they need defense, and if Kyrie's not going to get the vaccine and he's not, Katie play, wants him there. I know, but as you said, <gasps> Katie clearly had a hand in Kyrie not playing any home games. So they had they had to cons- to no not home ga- no, about the away games about the Nets saying they they're not they don't want him back at all so either they had a choice that either Kyrie would play all away games and not any home games and then that would be it or they decided not to play it they so they decided hey if you can't be here for everything British don't want you at all I do think they consulted KD about it and I think KD was like yeah okay that makes sense and I think it's for a team continuity thing but. If they truly wanted him out of there, KD would have gave, given the okay. And KD's not going to give that okay. They're friends. The reason why KD's there is because of Kyrie. Kyrie wanted to go to Brooklyn. KD was more than willing to go to the Knicks. Like, that. that Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie is the reason. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. But Kyrie is the reason that KD is there. And KD already signed. So Kate, what, what KD says goes. So if KD wants Kyrie there. Kyrie's going to be there. They're not going to do that because then, then KD can make us think about things and then it becomes a whole big, big thing. But I don't think it's a – I think it's a pretty good idea to trade Kyrie, though. I – no. Half, half the games, though, at least Ben Simmons would be there to play all the games and add defense. He would take away from the offense, but then you give, got, you give James Harden the ball more. That's provided that Ben Simmons is okay with not having the ball in his hands. He's been used to being the point guard. He has been the point guard. That was that's his position as he's played in the NBA. If he's willing to go down to being the four, like when it comes to position, like yeah, fine, great. Harden has the ball. Imagine pick and rolls of both Harden and uh, KD with having Ben Simmons. That would be great pick and roll. But would Ben Simmons be okay with? Hey, I'm not the number one or number two to being like the number three option. I get it. That would help him not shooting, but like, obviously, he still wants the ball in his hands. He still wants to run the offense, and he's not going to do that in New York. But doesn't that become like the same thing with Russell Westbrook? Those yeah. two guys—they're very similar in how they play. Neither of them shoot, and they both want to lead the offense. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. Yeah, the the very you, same thing. You come yeah. down to the same problem: putting 
been on the uh, net, uh, Nets. Nets, there we go. Putting Ben on the Nets as you have with Russell on the Lakers. Yes, but I think the reason they have Russell there is so to preserve LeBron for the regular season. I think they're going to find a way to say, hey, Russell, you're going to get us to the regular season. So you're going to take on a lot of these duties when it comes to trying to score. He's not necessarily much of a scorer. But when it comes to running the offense, taking a lot of the minutes, because even though he's older too, he's one of the younger players on the team, with the Lakers being one of the oldest teams in the NBA, he's going to take around the bulk of the minutes. He's going to be the point guard. So to try to preserve LeBron, so when the champion, once the playoffs come around, LeBron will be more fresh. You don't need to do that with Ben. You don't need to do that with, like, you don't need to do that with anybody on the Nets. Like, they're still all pretty young. Like, they're not necessarily on the decline as of yet. So, with the Lakers, it's more tenable, especially when you have a guy like LeBron. He's so smart. He's going to make it work somehow. I don't think, I think they're an injury away from being a problem again. But it is what it is. They made that bet. They're going to have to lie in it. But when it comes to the Nets, they're going to keep Kyrie. I think LeBron is in the final couple Two, three years of his career. I think this is LeBron's last chance. Be totally honest with you. Because I'm be honest, is it? You know what's That's odd? It. I was looking at like the picture of LeBron. I was like, man, LeBron look old. He doesn't. He's not old, but it, no, but like, I'm sorry. The picture they got, like when you can see like the recap of it, LeBron look old, like wrinkles and all. Like he look old. Look, I'm not gonna old shame the man because he's definitely he can definitely do things. That no ordinary young man can do. No, no, I can understand. Age. But when it comes to the but playing the guys that he's playing against, when there are a lot of young players out there, LeBron look old. So does Curry. Curry look old too. He's only thirty three. They look old. But, that, but that's the thing, though. Curry's game's in a age Curry more can gracefully. Play longer. Right. You don't. You don't. LeBron's always been more of a physical player, and now that he's gotten older. You can see he started shooting. Same way every older guy starts shooting more later in his career. Yeah. They all get better at it. But I think LeBron's really getting to the point to where I, I think you're right. This is his last chance. Yeah. I don't think he can do this much longer. Right. I think his little fantasy of playing on the same team as his son still might be there. No, it could be there. No, seriously, he can just go jump teams. But he are, he did just sign an extension with the Lakers, so oh, his son's younger than me. A year. A year? Yeah, that's it. That's not that long. He just turned seventeen. I'm not turning. That's not that long. Yeah, no, no, it's not. I think it's LeBron could make, make it three years, <laughs> <laughs> potentially. I think they're gonna change the rule though. What do you mean? The rule changes like next year, I think, when it comes to out of high school. Out of high school. Uh, from what I've seen, apparently he's not usually not that good. I don't know. I I, I haven't really been following all that much. I follow it because you know they're my they're my age. It's fun to follow. Apparently, he's really not all that good. I don't know. He's well, averaging like six points a game. Is he a starter? Yeah. Huh. Six points a game. He's getting like 23 minutes. Huh. That's not amazing. That's not LeBron numbers in high school. <laughs> That's. Yeah, but I think LeBron was playing in a um, as great as LeBron was. I think AAU balls on a totally different level than what it is. What it uh, is that's when he, very true. When LeBron came out. But like you look at Zaire Wade, who is scoring 15, 20 points a game. Where? He's not in high school anymore. He's a full-grown adult. Yeah, he's in college. No, he's not. Is he not? No, he's not. Where does he play? He doesn't. He's training with his father, trying to get to the NBA, I believe. Pretty sure that's the thing. Yeah, that's what's going on right now with him. Really? What's wrong with him? 
I thought he was good. He was just not that good. I don't know. Like just because you're like you're inherently just because you're an NBA player's kid doesn't make you inherently good at I anything. Know, but, like he has everything D Wade doesn't. Height, shooting ability. He just doesn't work, man. I don't know. But back to the Ben Simmons thing. Ben Simmons don't want to be there. Do you really see like do you like do you see them trading him? I don't I don't think so. I, I from what I can see the 76ers want a lot for him. They, they want a young, perennial, all-star type player for Ben Simmons. I don't think there's going to be any team that needs him to try to become a champion is going to have that kind of player just to give up. And then, not to mention, if Ben Simmons don't want to go somewhere, he's not. he can literally just say, hey, I don't want to go there. And it automatically turns the team away because, hey, even though he's, he's still signed for like the next three years, but still, with a player is that's disgruntled, it's really hard to keep him because they can just make a stink like Ben Simmons is doing now and make it very uncomfortable for everybody. So, you know, he's missing the game tonight. He's suspended, but are they going to keep suspending him? I don't like – I just see that as a situation that's going to explode. Heck, Ben Simmons came out and said, hey, it's not our job to, to babysit him. And then Doc Rivers comes out and says, hey, it's my job to try to make him buy in. I'm like – the dude don't want to be there. It does not make this more complicated than what it is. Instead, 76ers knew that, and they're ch- taking their chances, and this whole situation is going to explode. It's going to be very funny because they're only they're making their own bed, so they have to lie in it. Which is what the big thing. It was really a lot of fun, though, because when you see people get petty, this is it's really – especially NBA. NBA Twitter, the best. NBA Twitter is the absolute best. I kind of stay off Twitter. I love Twitter. I love Twitter and uh, NBA Twitter. Like I said, is it very good? And when things start happening, things start flying, and it's it's crazy. Especially with how active NBA players are on Twitter for the most part, it really does add to the pageantry, not pageantry, the uh, the grittiness of like how how messy things can get in the NBA. But yeah, it's a fun thing. This the season's gonna be a lot of fun. Our Bulls are gonna be kind of good. Uh, I did kind of just say who I thought was going to be the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Do you have any? Uh, do you have a, a prediction, or do you just want to wait wait till next week or something like that? I'll just wait till next week. Okay, we'll hold that off. And I think that's it on the basketball talk, right? I really don't have anything else. I don't either. Nothing too big. I think the next thing we should talk about is probably all those NFL games that happened over the weekend. And let's see here. Did your team win? Yeah. My team won too. So that's good news for we both of us. We played Detroit. Yeah, we played the Seahawks without Russell Wilson. Ah! <laughs> ah, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. All right, big news or something. One, you barely beat the Seahawks. That was kind of sad. Not going to cap. Mm-hmm. Two, I don't remember all of our predictions. I do remember one, though. We were right about Jacksonville beating Miami. Oh yeah, for the week. Oh yeah, we yes. we, we, def- we definitely both called that. We made a bunch of predictions. I don't. I don't. We gotta start keeping track of how often we're right and how often we're wrong. Uh huh. We should start doing that. But Detroit, as we go through, I remember who I picked. So I don't. Detroit is the only team without a win yep. as of right now. Yep. And it'll be that way for a while. It'll be that way forever. They're going seventeen. Jared Goff's no good. He's bad. No, Jared Goff's trash. They're going seventeen and zero. It's going to be hilarious. 17. Shut up. No one likes you. <laughs> I can 
count though. No, you can't. Um, I don't want to talk anymore. Okay, so we're just gonna run through the games. Uh, Buccaneers, Eagles. We're gonna run through the games. Any thoughts that we have? We'll just talk. We'll just talk it. Give our uh, give our thoughts on all of them, everything. Buccaneers, Eagles. Buccaneers, one twenty eight, twenty two. Any thoughts? Mm, what was it? Twenty eight, twenty two. Buccaneers beat the Eagles. The game was cl- closer than you could than you thought it would be. How was Jalen Hurts been doing? Meh. So I know, like, we're going to be redoing. He's not the guy. Our list. He's going to stay pretty low. And I don't know how – I don't remember how low I had him. But we're going to be re- redoing the list, and I want to. I have to, like, go back through all the quarterback stats. Like, who's going down? Baker Mayfield's going down. I feel like he's just been doing worse and worse. Well, we're getting off topic here. We can talk about Baker. I have my, I have my own little Browns takes coming, but, you know, we – but – but as you said about Hertz, Hertz has not been playing well. He's kind of inconsistent. He is a better fantasy quarterback than he is pro uh, in real life quarterback. I think the Eagles are going to be clamoring for Deshaun Watson if there's a chance at him, just like Miami. But you know, Buccaneers went and did their thing. But the only thing that gave the Eagles a chance was the fact that you know their second, the Buccaneers secondary is no bueno. And I think that might keep the Buccaneers from winning a championship because they have so many injuries um, for when it comes to corners, and their the their interior, their front seven on for the Buccaneers defense is amazing. Vita Vea, their defensive tackle is a monster, but otherwise, I think the Buccaneers defense is going to be their downfall this season. And I think, I think it's going to be going to be a lot a while before there's a team that's going to take advantage of that. But you know. Buccaneers win again. Makes Tom Brady look really good. I think he had like five touchdowns in that game. I think it's the first time he's had a 400-yard game and five touchdowns in the same game. At 44 years old. How crazy is that? Next game, we the game we called the Jags-Dolphins game. The Jags pulled it out. Last-second field goal over in, over in uh, England. And... That was, we just were looking around. That was really weird. But yeah, Jaguars pulled it off. Jag, I said Jaguars. Jaguars pulled it off. Urban, can't, uh, he has to come back with the team, though. He can't stay in England. So, you know, <laughs> he hopefully didn't get in any, any more trouble. Um, but, yeah, we both called this game. We both we actually both called the upset. Jaguars did it. The Dolphins did have Tua back. But they just have so many injuries. And I think that that team is just uh, it's not looking great. They clearly can't run the football all that much, and that offensive line is still. If they got them a better offensive line, I feel like they'd be better. But their offensive line is so bad, they just can't protect Tua and they can't run the football. It's just a big problem. I think that defense is not necessarily great either. So, and Trevor Lawrence starting around into his own. So I think as more and more snaps Trevor Lawrence gets, the better he's going to get, and. Let's be honest, let's, as long as they're winning, the whole Urban Meyer mess that happened is going to be forgotten about, and people are going to be willing to f- not necessarily forgive, but say, hey, you know what? It's working out for the team, and they're going to keep him around. But if they keep they start lose, losing too bad, things might happen. Packers-Bears, Twitter exploded during this game because during uh, Aaron Rodgers had to have like a – little scamper to the end zone with from like the 10 yard line. Well, it's a nice little 10 yard run for a touchdown. Right. 
and he gets up, does a discount double check belt around his waist, and then from according to his terms, not his terms, but his words, he saw a lady in the crowd at this Chicago game where they played Chicago, where obviously they play the Bears. Ladies giving him the double finger, flipped him the bird. Double bird is what it's called. I said, I said double finger. That's really weird. Flipped him the bird, and then he pretty much says, hey, I own you. I've owned you for my my whole career. I've owned you for my whole life, and I still own you. Because apparently he's like 20. He's playing like 27 times, and they've only, he's only lost five times to the Bears. And when you can, as a competitor, when you can tell a team, not only a team, but a fan base that you own them, and it's true, amazing. So much, I have so much respect for Aaron Rodgers. It was so funny. And I'm glad he got caught in the hot mic. Everybody heard it. He owns Chicago. You have any thoughts on that? You just want to sit there and keep, and keep playing on your phone? I'm not playing on my phone. I'm making a Twitter account, actually. <laughs> uh, oh, all this. All, so all, me promoting Twitter. Because like, you talk about all it. this stuff I miss on Twitter, and I'm like, uh, maybe he's right. Maybe I am missing like the, some of the sports world. And I was like, you know what? Might as well make a Twitter. Well, this is amazing. Well, by the time this is over, you need to give out your Twitter handle. So people, so anybody that might be Yeah, what do you think I'm trying to do? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm genuinely trying. All right. Uh, we both called this game, though. We both said the Packers would win. And the Packers did win, but Justin Fields is playing a lot better, which is a very, very, very nice thing to see. Sorry, I forgot who Justin Fields was. Yeah, quarterback. Yeah, we know him. Yeah. Um, I don't care. I don't like him. I still think he's bad. Wow. There was no need for that shot at all. No need for it. Go to the next game. Probably something you actually might talk about. The Bengals beat up on the Lions 34-11. to 11. It was. I didn't even watch the game. My first thought was like, bro, if we start losing this, I think we're going to have to reevaluate our entire team. Real quick, Mixon's a top five running back. Can we go over that? I never disagree with you. Cool. As long as he's healthy, he's. I never disagreed. Fair enough. I'm just saying, he's a great running back, running behind a trash offensive line. Yeah, I agree. I think that just makes him better. You feel like playing behind a bad offensive line makes him better? Well, it makes running back look better. You're behind a bad offensive line, and you're still raking in yards. I think it's also because Joe Burrow's playing so well when it comes to throwing the football. It opens up the defense because they're trying to like not be thrown over the top with Jamar Chase. I think it opens up some running lanes for... For Mixon, even though the offensive line isn't good. Yeah, and I think I'm happy. And honestly, Lions still no wins. Not good. You know, not really much you can take away. Not like you can give the Bengals credit. They they won the game. But, but I'm not going to lie. Old Bengals teams probably would have lost this game. But, you know, Joe Burrow's not letting that happen. No, and I'm so... Everything that's going on, how our team looks, how everything's doing... I think it's exactly how it could have looked last year. Mm-hmm. But we, I, I believe we do have a better team. I think everything's actually gelling together well. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just, I'm full on excited to see if we can m- maybe make a wild card game, maybe make a, a just straight up playoff game. If we do, it's gonna be amazing. I'm here for it. I'm ready to see it. I'm tired of losing. <laughs> I'm just tired of losing, man. There's no other way to say that. I'm just tired of losing. Man, you're in a different level than I am, but we'll talk about my team here in a bit. Colts beat up on the Texans 31-3. to What Honestly, the game wasn't even close. 
I think we talked about the quarterback rankings us revisiting it at some point. I do think Carson Wentz is going to start to go up and up and up higher that list. The more healthy he gets from the ankle and the more comfortable he gets with that team, I think he's only getting better. Jonathan Taylor, absolute monster in both fantasy and in real life. He is really being a bell cow. I think like he he is a monster, Jonathan Taylor. He didn't he don't know it's funny. He did not show that he was as good at Wisconsin, but maybe it's because he was at Wisconsin. But <laughs> <laughs> what is I'm sorry. I just want to go over this. You take slight jabs at like any college that comes to your mind. Yeah. No th- yeah, no doubt, especially if they're in the Big 10. Is that just an Ohio State fan thing? Like y'all just do it for No, it's just Jonathan Taylor deals. was so Jonathan Taylor is so good right now. He's so good. And he couldn't do this against Ohio State. <laughs> I, I think it's more just shows how bad Wisconsin was as a, as a team and Jonathan Taylor being amazing. But, you know, I have to take that subtle shot. Why not? I'm here. Got anything to say about that game? No? Okay. No. Rams-Giants. Rams beat up on the Giants. Game one, honestly, wasn't even close. <laughs> Potentially best team in the NFC, other than the Cardinals. Cardinals are just undefeated. I have to give the Cardinals got that credit, but the Rams are right behind them, though. I think I'm be honest. I think the Cardinals is the only team that can truly beat the Rams. Yeah, they're the only team that did beat the Rams. The Rams only the, have one loss. I think the Rams are the only team that can take down the Cardinals. That and I don't. I don't think it's impossible for the Cardinals to go unbeaten this year. No, they're going to get beaten. It's it's a 17 game schedule. I don't think now, it's dude. impossible though. It's a 17 game schedule. I, also, I think it, it's a it, lot it, of games. A lot of this. Ugh, how the rest of the season gonna, is going to go now that there's an extra game is how late your bye week is mm-hmm. so like having a like the Falcons just had their bye week yeah you never want to early never no early. and there but like for a playoff contender you could a bye week like week 15 or week 16 you're not gonna have one that late you won't there won't be any buys the last three weeks of the season and there won't be the bye week the last week the 15. first five weeks week 15 is the last not, not the last three weeks there's 18 weeks in a uh-huh. season. That's last three weeks. No, last three weeks would be the 16th. Oh, 16, 17, 18, yeah. So any team that has a bye week, week 15, and it is a playoff contender, absolutely golden. Golden. That is a great That is a great time to have a bye week. I don't think that's the case for the Rams, though. I know, but like I'm just saying, now it just becomes a game of when is my bye week and how late in the year is it? Like, let's say you have a bye week, week four. That's trash. Mm-hmm. I agree. That is so terrible. I'm so. You sorry definitely want it in the middle of the season, if not late. You yeah. don't want it early. Like I think Bengals by week week nine. That's not half bad. Not bad at all. No, for sure. I definitely agree. But yeah, the Rams second best team in the NFC, and heck, that defense can be so good. Obviously, because they have a shut down corner that can pretty much shut down half the field. But still, it's still lost to the Cardinals. So the Cardinals must have figured something out when it came to that. So Rams, I think the um, NFC West might be the best. Conference in NFL in the NFL. Well, no, that's not probably probably not true because you think about it, they have the Cardinals, Seahawks. Seahawks going to go downhill because they don't have Russell Wilson for like the next two weeks. They might lose all three games without him, but who who knows? But might be one of the better conferences in the NFL. But I do, but for sure, no doubt, Arizona and the Rams are both going to be teams to be reckoned with in the playoffs. They're both going to make the playoffs, and it won't even be close, to be totally honest with you. Chiefs-Washington, that game was not necess- not necessarily close. I've it, well, said this multiple times, I'm going to say it again. The Washington defense looked lost. Yeah. They looked sorry. 
I don't know. I don't real quick. What is up with the Sean Taylor thing? Oh, the oh them deciding to do it like three, like announcing it three days before. Yeah, real quick. He died like twelve years ago. Yeah. Why are they doing that now? A lot of people said that it was because they were trying to save face because a lot of bad emails from the NFL investigation is coming out about the Washington football team. So there's some people that a lot of people, I including myself, that probably believe that like, hey, to make to try to bring some of the heat off of us, we're going to retire Sean Taylor's number. Um, and that didn't didn't work out well at all. And they announced it only a couple days before the game. And everybody's like, no, this has been working. They've been doing this for a while. And I'm like, then why would they announce it a couple g- days before the game and not give both fans and his family a chance to be like, hey, we probably should plan for this to want to show up to the game, you know, be a part of the whole festivities. I think it was just something that they did to save face. And I think it also shows because they let um, Patrick Mahomes' little brother, Jackson Mahomes, dance right on the number. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, bro, that is trash that is so oh, terrible they let him do it he did it and then he, everybody called him out on it because obviously he posted the tiktok tiktok dance and everybody's like all upset he's like they acci- i accidentally danced they put us in that in that spot and i'm like there's a they had it blocked off they had it blocked off with a rope with ropes and like chains and all that so if whether they put in there which is terrible or they, they put him near that and let him do it, which is even worse. So I think the whole thing is terribly ran. I think if they if this was their plan, they could have waited two weeks and actually planned it accordingly to give a guy that has such a great name in the NFL who's so, so dearly respected by both players and coaches. They did not give him a chance. And the guy that was taken from the NFL and from the world too soon, they did not show him the proper respect. They were doing to try to save their own butts, and that is a shame on them. I feel like this is like the third time teams have done bad by their players. I don't like the worst part is I don't think they were thinking about the player. I don't either. I think they were thinking about themselves only. So it, it like, just sucked because that does. guy was a genuine talent in the NFL and he yeah. was a genuine person. And it sucks to see that his commemoration of his number is ruined by both the yeah, team it, by and the by, team, ja- by Jackson Mahomes. Yes. He ain't pa- Patrick Mahomes has ever listened, but like, bro, could you stop just a he little bit? Probably went home because he, he. Let's be honest, Jackson Mahomes probably doesn't know. He doesn't watch football. He doesn't like care about football. It's very obvious when he's at his brother's games. He's never wearing any Chiefs gear. He's wearing his own drip because he wants to be good, look good on these TikToks. And I don't think Jackson Mahomes cares about football at all. But Patrick Mahomes, he knows who Sean Taylor is, and I think Patrick Mahomes has probably gotten it. I hope so. He laid into Jackson and said, hey, we can't do this anymore, and this is not how we're going to do things. So I hope we don't see Jackson Mahomes dancing at all for the next few weeks. Because even his apology wasn't good. He said he accidentally was there. I'm like, dude, come on. At some, he's 21 years old. At some point, you have to be some sort of an adult and take some accountability for your actions. For your actions. So, you know, I'm not going to say kill the man. I'm not like all like that, but like. Patrick Mahomes needs to get a handle on his brother. Um, got a few about five or six games left. Let's kind of run through them real quick. Vikings Panthers, probably one of the better games of the weekend. Vikings won in overtime, thirty-four to twenty-eight. Panthers should have won this game, but you know, 
Are you going to say anything? You just want to sit there and... Sorry, I was busy hating Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> TikToks suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like, you know what? I'm opening up and look at this. These suck. <laughs> These suck so bad. And from what I've seen, he uses Why the same like so two short? songs. He does like the same two songs in every TikTok dance he does. Like one or two of the same ones. You can see who's the favorite child because it's not him. He's trash. <laughs> he is terrible. It's not like the Watt brothers were like, you can make a case for all of them. No, he sucks. But back to the Vikings-Panthers game. Sam Darnold struggled no throughout way. this game this mightily. Is, ain't no way. Ain't no way. This is, they, they're not related. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no way. They're related. He was dropped. Tell. He was dropped. Yeah, it's it's not good. What is this? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> For obviously, people that don't, can't see like, this watching Good. the TikTok. I'm sorry. It's, if it's you absolutely have TikTok, awful. you need to find the date 2020 1102. Find the date, find that TikTok, line them up. The caption is A. A Y Y Y. That is a caption. Please watch it. Please hate this man. Okay. He deserves every hate he get. I'm sorry. This is. I got to get back. I got to get back. I got to get back that. to the. I'm deleting that. Okay. Vikings Panthers. Vikings came away with the game. Gone forever. Sam Darnold is <laughs> Sam Darnold struggled mightily. You can tell that they need Christian McCaffrey back. With that, with Christian McCaffrey, they didn't. Th- Sam Darnold hadn't thrown any picks ever since Christian McCaffrey was gone. He's been throwing a lot of picks. He's been making bad decisions. You need a guy who's a transcendent talent like Christian McCaffrey to put the team back on track. Not to mention they get Stephon Gilmore at some point. Gilmore at some point, which helps their defense. They just need to get healthy. If they get healthy, the Panthers will be back on track. But the Vikings got a good a win they needed. You think this is a sell year for the Panthers? Like a my bad, a building block year. They build up. They, but they're gonna end up being a middle of the road team, right? Yeah. They're not gonna make a playoff game. But they not, might. No, they they, they, they could. could make a wild card they game. Could. Right. I'll give you that. But it's not as likely as it once looked. That's true. You think they get it, become middle of the road, get a decent pick, and just start building up? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely definitely a possibility. Because if the pa- if Sam Darnold can be good with Chris McCaffrey and if Chris McCaffrey can be healthy, which he, he is, he's a he's been pretty healthy all throughout his career except these past two years. Right. I think I see the Panthers doing something one day. And I that, agree. That day is not today. It's not this year. They're not going to be doing much this year. If they do, they're going to make a wild card game, and they may win it. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Next game, Ravens absolutely destroyed the Chargers. I don't think that necessarily like, like shows that, hey, the Ravens are a much better team than the Chargers. Real quick. The Chargers talk? did have to go to Baltimore from the West Coast to the East, so it's a three-hour three hour, uh, time difference. So it does make a big difference. So they obviously they're, they're, ga- they're playing at – they are 10 o'clock in the morning rather than to the Ravens 1 o'clock. So, I don't know. I think the Chargers are still really good. Yeah, I think Lamar Jackson is really good. Yeah, I think that's one guy who kind of messed up my rankings. He was in my top 10, but I think he needs to be higher. I think he need, I think he's a top 5 quarterback. I think at he this was point. right outside my top 5. I, just, I think all of us as fans need to get over the idea of, hey, this guy needs to have a 300-yard game. I think trans- Lamar Jackson has gotten to a point where he does what is needed for his team to win. He, if he, they need him to be Superman, he'll be Superman. If they need him just to be a distributor, he'll be a distributor. Like, he's doing whatever is necessary, especially with that team that's not necessarily all the way healthy. 
They Jordan, don't have barely any running backs. His running backs are ancient. Like, I think Lamar Jackson has earned my respect, especially me being a Pittsburgh fan. I don't want to say Lamar Jackson is great, but he has really turned it around. He's a really good player. Like, I understand he won an MVP, right? Mm-hmm. I understand why. I truly do. I looked at him like, oh, he's just a running back. No. I think you get him a – Marquise Brown is not a good wide receiver. Let's get that straight. But he connects with Mark Andrew a lot. Yeah, he does, for sure. And Mark Andrew gets yards a lot. Yes, he does. I think you add another – because J.K. Dobbins ain't a receiving back, is he? Yeah, he is. Mm, eh. He can catch ball. I, I'd say more like – he's kind of like a receiving back like Mixon is, though. He'll catch it every so often, but he wants to run. But I'd say get get Lamar Jackson first-round pick, bro. Get him a wide receiver. Please do something for the man. Y'all can't keep drafting tight ends. I get that. Uh, we'll run through the last couple games. Obviously, the Ravens are really good. Chargers are really good. I don't think it really says too much about either team, except other than Lamar Jackson's great. Cardinals beat up on the Browns. Absolute, absolutely dismantling. The Browns are not healthy at all. They've lost both running backs. Kareem Hunt is going to be out for the season. Uh, honestly, the like I think even uh, what's his face? Why am I forgetting their Browns quarterback? Baker. Baker, yeah. He is, has a shoulder injury where they're saying he probably needs surgery, but he's saying it's on his non-throwing shoulder. So he's trying to last throughout the rest of the season. He's trying to get paid. I think this game proved that Baker isn't the answer and that the Browns are going to have a meh season when they were probably looked at as like the best team in the AFC. Yeah. So, you know, and the Cardinals stay undefeated. One of the best teams in the NFL. The best team in the NFL. They're undefeated. They're yeah, the best, they're the best team in the NFL. They're, they're proving it on the field. Um, not much I'll say about that. Raiders beat up on the Broncos, especially without their without John Gruden. He's out, but the Raiders are playing <laughs> he's better. He's gone. He's not out. He's gone. He's out, like out forever. Um, but the Raiders are playing better. Probably getting that distraction out of their locker room was really good for them. They beat up on a Broncos team that really isn't that good. They let my Steelers beat them, so that shows. Cowboys beat up on the Patriots. Not beat up on them, but in overtime, the game was really close. Dak has also really proven things to me. He's still, he is a he top quarterback. He is a he is he's, a, he's not going. He's a top five quarterback too. He's I doing everything but possible. He's still not going to go anywhere. I'm not going to say that, but he has shown he's a top quarterback, and he deserves my respect as well, just as much as Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying he doesn't get more respect. It's just you're not as good as the other guys on my list. Plus, that Patriots offense isn't necessarily amazing either. I think the only reason they really had a chance is because the Cowboys defense made a few errors, and the Patriots were able to take advantage. And I think that was pretty much it. Steelers beat the Seahawks in overtime, twenty-three to twenty. My Steelers, I really want them to lose. Y'all had to get to overtime to do it. They had no. Well, they started running the football very well. Well, because their defense Why was on the TJ field too Watt much. punching the ball. I don't know, but you know what? The game shouldn't have been that close, but it was. We were up seventeen to nothing at halftime. So mm-hmm. honestly, it says more about the Steelers not looking great than the Seahawks. And then last but not least. Titans, King Henry came out to play and beat up on the Bills. It was a really close game, actually, 34-31. You know, really two really good teams that came together, and I think it just knocks the Bills down a couple because everybody was saying the Bills are the best team in the NFL. I think the Bills still have some things they need to fix. That shows with their two losses against the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Titans. I want to see the Bills don't have a bunch of offensive weapons, do they? They have Diggs, and that's kind of Diggs and the Sanders. They have they have, they do have a lot, but I think defensively they had to change some things, and I think Josh Allen still has some growing to do. Defensively, they get, uh, they're not awful defensively. They got one of the Edmund brothers, safety. 
Oh, defensively they're good too. No, def- defensively they're great. I think they need a better defensive line. I just think they have this. They, I just think they need to change some things philosophy wise, but they have all the ingredients to be a really great team. I just think King Henry came to play and he's there. They weren't stopping him. He is a freight train, and I think he's on an MVP pace at this point. He keeps going, hits the Emmett Smith record with the extra game this season. He won the MVP. They, oh, he's that's, playing that good. Oh, a lot of records could be broken now having an extra game. That's true. Records don't look as untouchable anymore. That's true. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, that's sweet. Sorry. But that, that realization just kind of kicked in that records aren't as untouchable as they used to be. True. More time to get those stats. Um, I think that is it on all the NFL games. And just in the hence, like, time, I think time-wise we're pretty good. But I think we're about done here. Yeah, I think it was. that's all the games. We talked about a little things. I think we're going to we have another episode. We're going to talk some more about some other things we want to talk about. But uh, that's for the next episode. Everybody that's listening. Thank you. Appreciate it. You want to do one? Do the out- outro here? Uh, OK, this has been the JV Sport. Cap- but this has been the JV Sport podcast. Thank you guys for listening. See you guys next time.